we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 13th, 2015. Continuing, next report, the floodgates are open and the battle lines have been drawn. The overthrow of our country is in reach and the globalists will stop at nothing to collect their most coveted prize, America. Now, in, in, um, in addition to what I just covered in the last part, you just look at the current headlines. This was just from the newsletter I sent out yesterday. These are just the titles, okay? Be ready. Enough is enough. It's on its way. One by one, law enforcement officials are standing up and speaking out, saying, arm yourselves now. These are law enforcement officers saying this. Sheriffs, my sheriff back in Fort Myers, Michael Scott, just made another announcement. I've met with that man face to face. I love that guy. He's a he is a righteous sheriff, a good guy, and they should be the, basically the first line of defense in your local community. A good sheriff. They're, they're doing what they're, and and he's an, he's one of the sheriffs that's that's coming out and saying stand up, speaking out, arm yourselves now. You know, uh, next report or, or the next. Title, next phase of, of operation complete to disarm the red list, disinformation, misdirection, and outright lies. In the Obama speech from the Oval Office, Barack Obama gave a speech recently that was full of holes, disinformation, misdirection, and outright lies. But more importantly, he sent a message to terrorists already in America that he will continue to look the other way, continue to attempt to disarm Americans, to make it easier for jihadists to carry out attacks like the one in San Bernardino. Um... Next next report, Obama plans to bypass Congress, issues executive orders to expect expanding background checks. Remember, it's all incremental. New York Times calls for confiscation of all firearms in an editorial. Then the Huffington Post calls for government to seize all firearms. This is all firearms. This is total gun confiscation, what they're calling for. Says micro and, quote, many efforts to destroy the Second Amendment aren't working. They admit what they're trying to do. Because they're just pure evil. Americans stock up on weapons after California shooting. Then, next report, Texas Sheriff urges residents to arm yourselves amid gun control push. He says, if you try to disarm us, sir, then you will cause a revolution in this country to occur. And then the mainstream media admits gun control doesn't work. I'm going to go ahead and put these in my PDF right now. Just so you have them in there if, if you want to reference them. But they're also in the newsletter I just sent out. Okay, so continuing with this report. With it now painfully clear that our own commander or traitor-in-chief is providing aid, weapons, and ammunition overseas to the same ISIS terrorists who have threatened to kill Americans in huge numbers in this country, we clearly see that the battle lines have been drawn between those who seemingly want Americans dead and are enabling terrorists to carry out their attacks by allowing them into the country, and those who see the handwriting on the wall and are trying their very best to prevent mass carnage in America and the world in an unprecedented chaos. Sorry, I just had to move something around here. Uh, we recently learned from WorldNet Daily that thousands of ISIS terrorists are already in American cities waiting to kill Americans. And with the floodgates now wide open to more ISIS agents of death allowed into the country and Barack Obama is going after the guns rather than ISIS, we also see the globalist endgame of total collapse and overthrow of America is on the way to global tyrannical government is now frighteningly within their reach. Um, just today, we learned from the Indy, Indy Star that Christians face genocide in the Middle East as the Obama administration, well, they have been facing that, they've been dying in droves. The Obama administration remains totally silent on the Christian genocide around the world, while only 0.4%, 0.4, not 4%, 0.4 of the Syrian refugees being led into America are Christians. See, that's the ones we should be letting in. The persecuted Christians from Syria. I would have no problem with that. I would have no problem. No, we're letting in the terrorists that were killing the Christians into America so they can come here and kill them because too many of them are dying in Syria now, so Obama's got to get them out there because they're his buddies and they're his, his um, you know... He's funded them, trained them, done all this stuff, so he's got to get them out of there so they don't get killed. So they can come over here and do the real killing where there's way more people that would identify themselves as Christians over here so they'll have, you know, maximum carnage that they'll be able to engage in over here. That's what Obama's all about. 
the must-see alert on the Steve Quayle website, republished below, warns us that they now want to bring in an additional 180,000 Muslim refugees into America. If only one out of every 20 of those is a radical Islamist who, sneak, who sneaks by the system as the San Bernardino killer did, that's an additional 9,000 terrorists in the United States. But again, I have to say, I'm sorry, they're all on the same team. Okay, ultimately... If they're not radicalized now, they're going to have to get with the program eventually. Okay? And they're going to get on that jihadi team. They all pray to the same devil moon god. They're all being motivated by the same devils. Okay? Some to very greater degrees than others. But that doesn't mean the other ones won't get with the game plan. You know, especially if they're being accused of being an infidel because they don't, they're not participating in unholy jihad. Um, so, going further, imagine what thousands and thousands of ISIS terrorists per state could accomplish if they decided to unleash hell on the same day. Again, that's the main event we're talking about. What Obama, Clinton, and the rest of the globalists are proposing is national suicide and could lead to potentially millions of innocent Americans dead. It's what they want. Why do the Clintons and the Obamas and the globalists seemingly want so many Americans dead at the hands of ISIS terrorists who the FBI have told us we have no way of properly vetting? And they're making sure they're, they're, they're going to sabotage any way of vetting them anyway. And we've already talked about that. We are quite happy to see so many members of the law enforcement and within the FBI now speaking up about this terrorist problem in America, long neglected by this administration. We hear in the first video below, distinguished Sheriff Wayne Ivey of Brevard County give an impassioned speech about a, what, what Americans should be doing to keep ourselves safe at this point in time while verbally shellacking Barack Obama's recent speech. In the second video, we are given a how to survive mass shooting scenario uh, in case, God forbid, anyone reading this becomes involved in such a situation. Um, so there's, I'm not going to play those videos, but they are there. And why is that this administration is penalizing victims by taking away their right to protect themselves against terrorists rather than going after the problem? The potential terrorists that Obama has been letting in the, into the country in mass, that's the real problem. Is all of this more proof that Hillary, Obama, and the rest of the globalists want Americans dead? We know for a fact that they are working towards their global depopulation agenda as we've learned from the government through their source website, Deagle.com. Again, we talked about that earlier. The globalists expect that the U.S. population to drop from 318 million to 65 million within 10 years. I thought it was like 30 million, but okay. Um, I think it's far less than 65, but anyway. It, it's like an 85% drop. From the statistics I had seen. It's it's massive. I mean it is massive. Um, how do they expect to accomplish that huge feat of 240 million less Americans in less than 10 years. With hundreds of thousands of people now pouring in. How, how are they going to do that? We can only surmise that the actions this administration is taking of allowing potentially thousands more ISIS fighters into the country will help them accomplish that goal as they wage a war on truth and continue to set up Americans for the slaughter. Several video reports below, including the passionate speech given by Sheriff Wayne Ivey in the first video, um, and, uh, and then how to survive a mass shooting in the second video. In the third video, we learn that ISIS is making nearly eight. $80 million monthly, I, I, I'm assuming off the illegal oil cells they're getting from Syria, while in the final video below from the Daily Ledger, we learn about the seven terrorist attacks that have taken place on American soil um, since the presidency of Barack Obama has begun. Really, there's way more than seven. There's way more than that. Um, anyway, below is a Steve Quayle alert in which we learn why the Americans should be deeply concerned about the thousands of potential terrorists that are being led into America now in huge numbers. And this is entitled, uh, this is the Steve Quayle alert, and it says, Obama has quietly, and this isn't from Steve Quayle, it's one from one of his um, listeners, Obama has quietly agreed to resettle tens of thousands of Muslim refugees throughout the U.S. as part of the U.N. resettlement program, and is putting the refugees on fast track for U.S. citizenship. The Obama administration has accepted more Muslims than all other nations in the world combined. You hear that? We've accepted more Muslims than all other nations in the world combined, but it's not enough for this devil. 
These new Muslim immigrants are posing a major security risk and will cost $10 billion to resettle. This is another thing. Deplete all of the resources of the country. Take the jobs, deplete the resources, create this um, Muslim, they're, they're going to try to create a Muslim-dominated society. And when, when, they, when they're all given the green light for the main event, they're going to have thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people in place in order to carry this out. Um, going further, further, so it will cost $10 billion to resettle them, and some of the Muslim immigrants may have previously joined ISIL or some other terrorist, Muslim terrorist network. Some of the Somalis that were on the Fast Track program and received U.S. citizenship have, have, already, have already gone to fight for ISIL in Syria, and when they return, they will pose a serious threat to the U.S., it has been reported that Al-Qaeda is infiltrating um, is infiltrating the UN resettlement program to obtain legal acceptance into the citizen as citizens in the United States. In addition, DHS's immigration service will approve the issuance of social security numbers and work permits to 5 million illegal aliens without doing the proper investigation required to determine if the 5 million illegal aliens have resided in the U.S. for five years and or not convicted criminals or have any terrorist links. The Obama administration has rented new office space and are hiring a thousand new employees with no experience to accomplish this detailed review, this vetting, and processing of each illegal alien. I mean, it, it's such a joke. They're doing it all on purpose. They're going to let them all in. Nobody's going to be turned away, and they're going to have no plans of ever getting rid of any of them. I mean, it just, it's beyond comprehension. Absolutely this government couldn't, the Obama administration couldn't be any more traitors, be any more satanic, be any more criminal if it tried. I don't see what more they could do because they're doing so many things behind the scene to jockey this nation into absolute total destruction. If each of the thousand new employees reviewed five illegal aliens each day uh, for five days a week, it would normally take over four years to process five million illegal aliens but those new employees will be directed to rubber stamp each application obviously with little or no investigation and it won't take four years to process them i mean they're, they're bringing these these devils in by you know in droves it is very dangerous for the national this is why i don't believe obama has any intention of leaving office he's going to finish what he started this is the ultimate way to destabilize the United States. And obviously that's why they couldn't have somebody like Trump in there. Now I'm not saying I'm, I, I'm saying go out and vote for Trump. I'm saying that's why they couldn't have somebody like him in there. It's very dangerous for the national security interest of the United States to issue social security numbers and work permits for 5 million illegal aliens. And again, that just takes away jobs from people that are here legally, which further annihilates the middle class which is all by design because they want to have their ultra, ultra poor class. That's after the depopulation has occurred and after the FEMA camps have been filled and the people have been killed off. They want to have that Hunger Games-like society where you have your ultra elite and then the ultra poor and the middle class is totally eliminated, no right to own land, herded into their stack and pack cities under total George Orwellian 1984 Big Brother. I mean, I, you know... <laughs> I will die long before it ever gets to that point. I will not, it's not happening with me. Not happening. You know, um, I'd rather die like a man than live like a slave. I'm not, I will not capitulate to this in any way, shape, or form. Um, so I'm going, uh, let's go forward here. Let's see here. Um, they're going to fast track, they're, they're issuing social security numbers and work permits for 5 million illegal aliens. It's just unbelievable. And then fast-tracking another 180,000 Muslim refugees. And these will probably be the most radicalized elements, which will further radicalize more Muslims even further, you know, because that type of demon possession is contagious, let's face it, you know. Um, and they're going to they're gonna fast-track these uh, 180,000 Muslim refugees for U.S. citizens. And again, this isn't even all the people they're, they're, they're flying in and busting in secretly. Who knows what the real numbers are? Um, 
and they're not going to do proper background investigations. Obviously, these are going to be rubber stamped. Um, they're not going to try to determine if they're convicted felons involved in drug smuggling or if they have terrorist ties. The Obama administration sees seems to be approving one program after another that is destabilizing the national security security interest of the republic and um and then obama says that we just can't seem to pinpoint the problem tell you what obama you're lake of fire you're gonna have such a great time there you truly are the hell in the lake of fire you know I, i i just wish that god would show you like this night a vision of your future you know i really do you and all your devil ilk in the name of Jesus Christ for all of the wickedness and evil and misery and devastation that you are planning that that your own tongue would fall upon yourself in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the very snare you have hid for your enemies the Christians anybody righteous that you would fall into your own snare and into your own trap as the Bible talks about Because if that happened, do you know how many people would get saved? Do you know how much God's name would be glorified if God did it and intervened in such a way where man couldn't take credit for it? That's why I say it would be a righteous thing, a wonderfully righteous, righteous thing. Because this guy is just pure evil and bent on the destruction of you and your family. And if you have grandchildren and children, all their destructions. That is what Obama wants. He wants total annihilation and, and, and a lot of raping and pillaging before your death. Here's a picture, and it shows this poor burn girl um, holding up a sign. And I can't really see what the sign says, but it says, With Sharia law coming to America, thanks to our Muslim president, Barack Obama, I sure hope Obamacare will build and authorize payment for the many new trauma and burn units they'll have to have for all the women being having acid thrown on their faces because they're not in a full burqa or they're seen out walking with um, uh, a man or start talking to a man and they'll, they'll, they'll have to be killed or, or burned um, and then you know they can be raped in mass and it, you know that's all fine too uh, but if you get out of a line as a woman in Islam you know you know they'll cut off your nose or, or they'll, they'll throw acid on your face or, or they'll gang rape you and then they'll kill you, you know that's what they do you know so i sure hope obamacare will build an authorized payment for the many new trauma and burn units out there muslim men seem to enjoy defacing and scarring and even killing their women uh because it's such a religion of peace you know that's what the sign says so going further in this wonderfully positive study um we have total confirmation confrontation promised in 2016 as a mile-long military train videotaped in Texas recently, the trend is towards weird and creepy as Americans and government prepare for something huge to happen. Now here we have a, we have a, um, it's a little picture that I screenshot here. And it's entitled, Islamic Caliphate in Seven Steps by the Muslim Brotherhood. Okay, the first phase. And this is really good because it gives us perspective going back all the way back to the year 2000. Okay, so the first phase was from 2000 to 2003, which was, in their eyes, the awakening. And then the second phase was 2003 to 2006, opening eyes. I don't exactly know what all of these mean, but this is what the Muslim devils are saying. Third phase, 2007 to 2010, arising and standing up. Then the fourth phase, 2010 to 2013, the Arab Springs. Fifth phase was 2013 to 2016, which is where we're at now, caliphate formation and preposition of troops, I would imagine. Sixth phase, which is in 2016 onward, which we've yet to see, is total confrontation. This is what we can expect next year, okay? Or, or maybe even possibly, if they accelerate the timetable, having some massive event around christmas and then the seventh phase victory aka global islamization that's this is what they're they're working toward and 
the world governments, particularly the ones that want to be against it, the, the factions of the Illuminati, are doing everything they can do to bring these, and, and primarily into the white nations. And I, I know I, I got into this last week, but those are the areas that are being targeted. You know, and a lot of these other countries are already infiltrated. Like a lot of the countries in, you know, Sudan, or I mean Africa. Um, but they don't seem to be targeting other countries um, as much. It seems to be America, the European countries, you know, those seems to be the, the, the ones they're really, really, really concerned about infiltrating and destroying and annihilating, okay? Um, again, there are already a lot of other places as well, okay? But let's go further here. All News Pipeline was recently, um, oh, hold on, I didn't finish reading the sign. And then it says phases three, the third, fourth, and fifth phases have already been corrupted by traitors in the West. Um, Obama, Merkel, Cameron, Reinfeldt, and recently Turnbull. It says, wake up America, wake up free world. Okay, so anyway, I'll go back to this. All News Pipeline was recently sent a video by Suzanne, of an A&P reader who told us she lives right by the railroad tracks in San Marcos, Texas, and always notices when things become abnormal, telling us that normally one mile of tanks and military assault vehicles do not pass by their house. She also tells us the trend lately is towards weird and creepy. You can see this massive mile-long military train heading north near I-35 corridor in the first video below. Now, again, I'm not going to play these. You have to watch it to make, for it to make sense anyway. One very weird and creepy event going on uh, right now is that the Obama administration's attempt to block an Iraqi nun from describing Christian persecution in Iraq. Isn't that great? You can't even, you can't even have anybody even describing... Islamic genocide that they're that they're implementing over there. Why would Obama attempt to block true history from being reported with mass attempts being made right now by the establishment? Uh, and there's actually a link to that report. Obama blocks Iraqi nun from describing Christian persecution. If you want to click on that, why would Obama attempt to block true history from being reported with mass attempts being made right now by the establishment to rewrite history? We have to ask if we have suddenly reached a point in time when only a military coup of Barack Obama, and I agree, will be able to save Christ, or, or God, you know, dealing with him, which I would rather prefer that, will be able to save Christians across the world from genocide. Because this is really about genocide of all Christians. Whether you're lukewarm or whether you're whatever. I mean, yeah, I guess you're lukewarm and you get with the program you convert to Islam. Yeah, I guess you can buy yourself a few more years of life there just to plunge into hell in the lake of fire after you know it's not really a great trade-off a few more years of your life but i'm sure that many many will do that many will beg for that as long as they're going to save their own skin you know no problemo where do i have to what do i have to sign who who do i have to do you know okay you want me to renounce jesus christ no problem you want me to whatever spit on the bible no problem they're going to probably have them do all that stuff and you know convert to muslim islam or whatever and they'll and they'll ultimately beg for the mark of the beast as well you know, but verily, 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 you have your reward. You've got a few more years of life on this planet, and then you get to go to hell for eternity, and then the lake of fire. So, you know, it's a bad trade-off, really, really, really bad trade-off that I would never advise anybody to do. And if you're not saved, and if you're listening to this, go to contendingfortruth.com, click on the True Salvation tab at the top of the website, and listen to those teachings pretty much in the order that they're given. Okay, I lay it all out, you know, regarding salvation and getting saved. This is the, you, you want to be on the winning team. And I mean, you want to be on the winning team a million years from now. Okay, so that is being a born-again, Bible-believing Christian. Okay, that's the winning team. These other teams may seem to be winning right now for some little time period. Okay, the Bible predicted it was going to be this way. Wars and rumors of wars. And, you know, time of great shaking coming, and you look at what Revelation, the book of Daniel says, Bible predicted all this stuff, predicted persecution of Christians, and, um, you know, the testing and the trying of our faith, to see, to separate the wheat from the chaff, to see what can be shaken, what can't be shaken, won't be shaken, and what can be shaken will crumble. And if you've built your, your house on the solid rock of Christ Jesus, that house, when the winds come and the waves come, is not going to be toppled. But if you build upon sand, okay, you don't have a chance. 
build it on the solid rock of Christ Jesus. So, going further, um, let's see where, pick up where I left off here. We, we have to ask if we suddenly reached a point in time when only a military coup Barack Obama will be able to save Christians across the world from genocide while rescuing the U.S. Constitution and America from complete destruction. With a group in Washington, D.C. who obviously hate America and Americans and the growing possibility that a 2016 election may be canceled, again, then we're going to start to see this more and more, as long as they believe Donald Trump will be the winner we see things getting more and more strange every day with the Facebook, with Facebook both attempting to change history while also proving that many Syrian refugees are brutal and barbaric murderers um, who should not be allowed in this country or any other civilized uh, Western nation under any conditions at all. Now, that wasn't written very well, sorry, but that was the way they presented it. Um, in other words, Facebook is, is attempting all of their uh, censoring of information. Facebook is attempting to change history by censoring a Facebook post by Michael Savage with an image calling it a violation of Facebook's community standards, despite the fact that this event did happen. Now, I've shown this picture over and over, and it's, it's a London rally with a whole bunch of demon-possessed Muslims. This was years ago, and they're all holding up signs. One of them says, slay those who insult Islam. Another says, Europe, you will pay. Demolition is on its way. Another one says, butcher those who insult Islam. Another one says, butcher those who mock Islam. Europe, you will pay. Your extermination is on its way. Okay, so it's just fun-loving, neat, fun-filled, frolicking Muslim men doing what they do best, and that is being kind-hearted, loving, gentle, and peaceful. Okay, that's what they do best. So it's just a picture of that. And there's several pictures. And evidently, Facebook now is saying that this is a violation of Facebook's community standards, despite the fact that the event did happen and they were openly displaying the signs. And we see more clearly every day that there are millions of terroristic Muslims all across the country and the world who will stop at nothing to get an Islamic state, including the barbaric murdering of Christians and Jews. But they love doing that, so that's no big deal. Facebook has not explained why it deleted the post, but it has provided a link to its community standards page, which lists hate speech as one of its prohibitions. Islam has more hate speech than any other devil death cult the world has ever known, but all that hate speech is fine because it's Islam. Okay? Um... So it says it's hate speech as is one of its prohibitions along with violence and graphic content. That's all Islam is. Uh, messages in the placards held up by the London demonstrators include behead those who insult Islam, freedom go to H-E-L-L, um, Europe takes some lessons from 9-11, and then it says be prepared for the real Holocaust. You know, fun-loving, fun-loving bunch of gents, you know? Just, they don't want to bother nobody, know how, you know. They're just trying to live their, get through life in a peaceable manner and, and, and not step on anybody's toes, respecting other people, their religions, their feelings, and and just a, really a bunch of neat guys. I don't know if a way to describe them. They're just neat, you know. Nifty. I think nifty is the word that also comes to mind. Anyway, sorry, a little sarcasm there. The Facebook post on Michael Savage's page includes text from an email that is circulated for many years. And it says, why would anyone think that we should be at war with such a nice, peaceful Muslims? You need to forward this to everyone. These pictures tell it all. Muslims have stated, and I, I give you the picture here too. I also have a whole file on Islam that it's gotten so big that it's like I don't even add to it anymore. It's like I don't. I mean, it's like <laughs> I got more documentation on Islam than any other subject I've ever covered, to the point of being so voluminous that it's impractical to even send the thing out. You know, I mean, yeah, I send it out, but it's like, you know, yeah, if you want a ground floor education on Islam, it's pretty good, but it would probably take you literally weeks to get through one attachment i have one document and i and like i said i haven't even been adding to it if i would have actually put everything i've been compiling on islam i mean <laughs> it'd probably be a thousand pages by now so anyway 
Um, uh, let's see here. Let's pick up where we left off. Well, these pictures tell it all. Muslims have stated that England will be the first country they take over. These are pictures not shown on American TV or in American newspapers. Why? They were forwarded by a Canadian friend who thought all Americans ought to know. Well, again, I've seen them. I've got the pictures. I've got far more than just this one. Um, so if you want that file, send it to you. But it's, it's in there somewhere. The pictures are in there somewhere. Um, when did it become okay for anyone to legally advocate the chopping off of heads and evidently this not being considered hate speech or violent or graphic content, according to Facebook? If you're a Muslim saying it, while um, it's not hate speech, though, if it's a Muslim saying it, while reporting upon this is obviously hatred because that's hate speech. You can't report on truth, in other words, if it exposes Islam in any way, shape, or form. But Islam can do and say anything they want to do. We have to ask Facebook owner Mark Zuckerberg why he is suddenly attempting to change history and in doing so, playing advocate for the millions of terroristic Muslims spreading throughout the globe who will stop at nothing to get an Islamic State genocide while spreading hatred of Christians and Jews everywhere they go. In light of today's announcement that ISIS may have obtained a passport printing machine and blank passports allowing Islamic terrorists an even greater opportunity to get into the country undiscovered, we see more proof that there is a globalist agenda bent towards genocide for whites, Christians, and Jews. The photograph at the bottom of the story helps to show things much more clearly. ISIS is here in the West, and they will stop at nothing to kill Christians and Jews. Why did Obama shut down a DHS investigation that may have prevented the San Bernardino massacre? Allegedly, this investigation was shut down so the government wouldn't appear to be racist. In other words, we now have more proof of 14 innocent Americans may have died due to political correctness. Obviously, that is, and it was all by design. Will the U.S. military put up with Christians being slaughtered across the world and a president who is clearly working toward destroying America? Is a military coup of Obama now in the works? I pray to God it is. You know, um, we know for a fact that the Muslim Brotherhood, Brotherhood has infiltrated our government, obviously with the approval of the traitor-in-chief, Obama, and America is only a year away from being completely overthrown by an Islamic caliphate which has promised to raise the Islamic flag. It's, see, it's got to be just a year away because Obama doesn't have that much time left in office. So see, understand, there's a timetable there. He's got to get this all going before he's scheduled to leave office. So desperate times call for desperate measures. That's why. Or at least it's why in part. Um, so America's only a year away from being completely overthrown by an Islamic caliphate, which has promised to raise the Islamic state flag above the White House and murder Christians and Jews. The Islamic State... Um, has promised total confrontation in 2016 and onwards. That's the last, well, the victories after that, but they're going to have a rude awakening on the victory one. Total confrontation in 2016 and onwards, the last step away from the seven-phase plan to take over the entire world in the end phase they call victory in glo Islamic globalization. Well, they're not going to take over the entire world, but the countries they've targeted, that's what they, they want to do. This well, of course, they think they would then go on to take over China and all these other places, I guess. This is this way of thinking is expressed well in the words of one Muslim college professor, an imam in Tennessee, who says Christians are evil, and, and that's the guy we quoted earlier, and Muslims can uh, legally take away their property. And they view us as feces and urine. That's how they view us. How can a, a Muslim imam legally preach rape? theft and murder in america and get away with it while there may be many in washington dc who approve of such a plan and sentiment there are obviously plenty of americans who don't who don't and history has proven americans won't allow themselves to be terrorized even uh from within here's a wonderful facebook post um faye lamicki hamilton posted this and it says on the left now that person's not a bad person but they're posting a, a, a picture says, on the left, we have an ISIS fighter holding the head of a Christian, a severed head, okay? I normally wouldn't put this in here, but you know what? This needs to be known. So, on the left, ISIS fighter holding the head of a Christian. On the right, the same guy, now a Syrian refugee, either coming into America or already in Europe. Same guy. You can tell it's the same guy. Perfect front-on, full picture, okay? He's holding 
the head of a Christian that he just beheaded and smiling in this real evil way. And then you see him as a Syrian refugee now. Next picture over. So this is the type of, of, of demon-possessed vessel of Satan they're bringing into Europe and America. All on purpose. All by design. With 3 million guns in America ready to take on ISIS terrorists in their plans for global Islamization, we see that 2016 could be the year it all falls apart. Or it could be a year that the U.S. military and the American people finally say enough is enough and put a stop to this madness before this madman puts a stop to America. In, I mean, he, he's literally a demon-possessed madman, vessel of Satan. I, I, I just... Obama couldn't be any more evil as far as I can see. He's gotten away with what everything that he could try to get away with, he has gotten away with. I mean, if there is something evil or nefarious, Obama is going to be behind it in America. In the second video below, we hear from Claire M. Lopez, who is the VP for Research and Analysis at the Center for Security Policy. And she tells us, now again, all these videos are there. I just, for the for the purposes of time, I don't have time to play these things. I just have to cover what I can cover. You can go back and recover that ground, though, if you, if you so like. Um, she tells us about all the links between Hamas-linked Muslim Brotherhood and their plan to overthrow America and their connection to Barack Obama. We also learn here that the Muslim Brotherhood's infiltration of the U.S. government runs very deep thanks to Mr. Obama. In the final video, we see ISIS's threat to Christians and the Jews in their latest end-of-world video. Um, an explan explanatory memorandum explains that the Muslim Brotherhood organized Islamic movement in the U.S. is a settlement process to establish itself in the United States and once entrenched to undertake a grand jihad. This would The grand jihad would really get kicked off through this, quote, main event coming. Okay, that's how the grand jihad would get kicked off. Okay. characterized as a civilization jihadist mission under the Muslim Brotherhood direct. This is why Obama's got to get as many of these devils into America as soon as possible because he's running out of time. And as more people wake up, he's getting more desperate. The Muslim Brotherhood is relying on non-Muslims in America to aid it. Um, usually inadvertently to destroy America from within. So I, I think what they mean by relying on non-Muslims in America to aid it is just people that are like pew warmers in the lukewarm church just to do nothing about it, you know. By doing nothing, you're enabling it, essentially. Okay, so let's continue. Next phase of Operation Complete, to disarm the Red List. Um, complete to disarm the Red List. Disinformation, mis misdirection, outright lies in the Obama speech from the Oval Office. Barack Obama gave a speech last night that was full of holes, disinformation, misdirection, outright lies. Um, okay, so some of this is, is a little bit redundant, but um, he sent a message to terrorists already in America that he will continue to look the other way, continue to, to attempt to disarm Americans to make it easier for the jihadists to carry out the attacks. That, when he gives speeches, this is what he's communicating to not only the American populace, but to the jihadists so that they can feel and take comfort that he's on their side, and he's going to keep pulling strings so that they can jockey themselves into position to wage this grand jihad. That's what he's doing. So, um, we will get to the outright lies and the disinformation later in this report. First, let us discuss the blatant misdirection of Obama's statement. Congress should act to make sure no one on a no-fly list is able to buy a gun. What could possibly be the argument for allowing a terrorist suspect to buy a semi-automatic weapon? This is a matter of national security. Fact, though. The San Bernardino killers were not on the no-fly list. Fact. The Fort Hood shooter was not on the no-fly list. Fact. The Chattanooga shooter was not on the no-fly list. No, you're only going to have people like patriots and pro-lifers and <laughs> returning veterans that are going to be on the no-fly list, obviously. Fact, the Boston Marathon bombers were not on the no-fly list. So, none of the highest profile terrorist attackers, Muslim terrorist attackers, were on the no-fly list. Exactly how would preventing those on the no-fly list from purchasing a gun have prevented any of those major attacks? So, here we have a pie chart. 
and it's who's on the watch list. And um, it, it breaks down all of this in, in a pie chart form, so that's something you can check out if you'd like. It's, it's in the PDF here. Uh, there are no less than 280,000 people with no recognized, no recognized terrorist group affiliation on the terror watch list. And it shows you that in the pie chart. 280,000 with no recognized terrorist affiliation, but they're on the terrorist watch list. According to the reports, there are about 700,000 on the no-fly list, many that basically just have the same name as someone else. (laughs) That's it. Via the report from Tech Dirt, the list has increased tenfold during Obama's stay in office growing from 47,000 at the end of Bush's term to 680,000 now on the no-fly list. 40% of whom, and these are the people that are going to take away the guns. Why does he want, well, that's, we need to take away anybody on the no-fly list, their guns. Okay, well, that'll be, that'll be World War III, basically. Because you're going to have, if you're going to go after that many people at once, their guns... Uh, I think that's good. that would be the turning point. 40% of the 680,000 um, of whom the government is sure represents some sort of threat. Even if they can't quantify that, that threat in any specific way. They, might just, they just might have the same name as someone else. According to the government's watch, watch listing guidelines published by The Intercept last month, officials don't need concrete facts or irrefutable evidence. Why would you need that? To secretly place someone on the list, only a vague and elastic standard of reasonable suspicion will land you on there. But I, I guarantee you very few Muslims would even be on there at this point. These are everyday Americans that have nothing to do with terrorism. They wind up on the no-fly list. There's no due process or any way to get your name removed from it in a timely fashion. And now they're having their Second Amendment rights being impeded upon. Um, Rubio said in a CNN State of the Union on se- Sunday, Mark Rubio, I guess. Um, Here's a picture of Obama, and it says, we don't have a strategy yet to combat ISIS because I haven't finished arming and funding them yet. Of course, absolutely. What Obama's blatantly trying to do is arrange a list of people to not only bar from buying a weapon, but to confiscate the weapons they already have. See, they've got to kick off the gun confiscation in some demographic. They can't come after them all at once. I think... So this would be the first ones they could say, well, you're under suspicion, and we're going to come after you first. It won't be like coming after all the gun owners in America. But rest assured, if they can pull it off with the no-fly list, that it'll just be every American after that. Well, every I mean, if you're a Muslim, they're not going to come after you. If you're like an illegal alien, or if you're in a gang, or something like that. No, they won't come after you there. But if you're a patriot, or a Christian, or a returning veteran or pro-lifer and you have a firearm yeah they'll come after you all day long so um it goes on to say they um what obama's blatantly trying to do is arrange a list of people to not only bar from buying a weapon but to confiscate the weapons they already have who decides who goes in the list well obama does of course if congress would be foolish enough to pass a bill barring everyone obama's no fly list or terrorist watch list it would be the next step in his long-term plan to disarm those on the, quote, red list. We have already seen the Obama administration declare Christians, right-wingers, constitutionalists, preppers, survivalists, evangelicals, veterans, militias, and others as, as dangerous and extremists. They're the main threat to America, according to Obama. And other labels which set all those people up to be put on Obama's no-fly list or the terror watch list. So we'll keep the real terrorists off the list... And we're going to put all of these other group on there because they're the ones we want to kill off and and annihilate, according to Obama. So, if he gets his wish and Congress approves any such measure, this is what will happen. To put it bluntly, Obama has already labeled every person that is prepared and capable of defending themselves and their families, friends, and community against a tyrannical government as a potential terrorist that would then be added if they aren't already there, onto the, quote, no-fly list. Obama would rather disarm Americans than address the massive radicalization of the Islamic population already in America. But then again, he made that all happen. That's all his plan. So, over 50% of which already think Sharia law should be implemented in the United States, 50% of this peaceful Muslim population 
already believe there's nothing peaceful about Sharia law, okay? But, you know, 50% of them already believe that Sharia law should be implemented in the U.S. And 25 of, of percent of them, these peaceful Muslims, believe violence is acceptable against Americans. So that's why I said I don't buy all this stuff about peaceful Muslims. They're all praying to the same devil moon god. One of the most egregious lies came when Obama stated, that's why I've ordered the Departments of, of State and Homeland Security to res review the visa waiver program under which the female terrorist and the San Bernardino originally came to this country. Of course, the White House later issued a, quote, correction, claiming Obama misspoke, as the female killer did not enter the U.S. under the waiver program, but rather the K-1 um, fiance visa program which requires vetting from the FBI and DHS, both of which she made it through. And she was a total radicalized devil Muslim. Okay, The fact is only a small percentage of those that watch the speech will ever see the, quote, correction. Uh, therefore, by deliberately offering the disinformation, Obama did not have to admit the vetting process failed spectacularly. But this is all by design. Especially since that would create an even bigger public backlash against his plans to bring in over 100,000 more refugees by the year 2017. Next, Obama stated that we will continue to provide training and equipment to tens of thousands of Iraqi and Syrian forces um, and on the ground so that we can take away their safe havens. Right, Those Syrian fighting forces that Obama is providing equipment and training to are the same forces that have turned over the U.S. equipment to the Al-Qaeda affiliated al-Nusra Front, who is designated at the U.S. Department of State as a terrorist group. So he's funding the enemy, he's equipping them, he's protecting them. Now he's getting them out of Syria so Russia doesn't bomb them. Um, let's see here. These same Syrian fighting forces, AK rebels, have openly accepted thanks uh, by, by taking their weapons. There's a video of that. You can click on there. For handing over the weapons and the equipment supplied by Barack Obama, the same Syrian forces have been joining ISIS as well. So basically, Barack Obama just informed ISIS we would continue to train their soldiers and supply them with weapons to kill us with. That's what we're dealing with here. So the bottom line, Barack Hussein Obama has two goals he wanted to accomplish in his Oval Office speech. One that was listed above is the implementation of the next phase of his plan to go after the Red Listers. Um, his second goal is shown by the following quote, from his speech, and I think by when they said the red listers, the no, the no fly, the the people on the no fly um, uh, list there. Uh, his second goal is shown by the following quote from his speech was to protect the Islamist extremists already in America, and I guess he said, but just as it is the responsibility of Muslims around the world to root out misguided ideas that lead to radicalization, yeah, right, like you like you mean anything you're saying, you fork tongued devil. He then goes on to say, it is the responsibility of all Americans of every faith to reject discrimination. <laughs> oh, it's okay to, to discriminate against Christians to the point of not coming to their aid and letting them be beheaded and raped and killed and slaughtered all over the planet, all over where Islam is. That's fine, though. That's the kind of discrimination that you can say nothing about because that's good. Killing Christians is good, according to Obama. Then he goes on to say, it is our responsibility to reject religious tests on who we admit into this country. So in other words, we can't vet anybody, the Muslims coming in, because that would be discrimination. Okay, It is our responsibility to reject proposals that a Muslim American should somehow be treated differently. Oh no, we won't, we won't want to treat them differently. I mean, they're just like everyone else. Everyone else is killing, slaying, and beheading, and raping their merry way to uh, paradise with their 72 virgins and white-skinned boys. Everybody acts like that. But we, so we can't discriminate against them, obviously. As we covered in detail yesterday, the vast majority of the 3,000-plus mosques in America, yes, there's 3,000-plus mosques in America, 75% um, uh, of them are part of the jihadi network. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we told you about that. I mean, but really, it's got to be 100%. I mean, you, you can't, all Islam, all Muslim stuff is evil. And this is according to a former FBI counterterrorism agent. When a religion, any religion, encourages violence against anyone that does not believe as they do, when those teachings are being used to slaughter hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of innocent Christians around the world, 
when it is used to justify the massacre of innocents at a center helping the disabled, as happened in San Bernardino, then yes, they should be treated differently, beyond differently. There should be a suspicion of bringing more into America, those that want us dead. When Obama lies, people die. And with the amount of lies in his latest speech, more innocent Americans are guaranteed to die because he will not confront the true enemy. When those so-called moderate Muslims stand up and police their own, which will never happen, putting an end to the terror attacks and slaughtering of the innocents, then and only then will they be relevant to this debate. It's just part of the problem. Then we have this. New York columnist defames Christian victim for the terror carnage. Nicholas Michael Thalassanos, one of the 14 murder victims of Saeed Farouk and his wife, Tashfeen Malik, at San Bernardino, California, Christmas party last week, was described by friends as an awesome man of God and a Christian prayer warrior. But on Saturday, New York Daily News columnist Linda Stasi, like the Nazi Stasi, yeah, that's her name, real name, Linda Stasi, using harsh in- invectives, blamed the victim, the Christian victim, for the terror attack by the ISIS loyalists, characterizing Thalassinos as a hate-filled bigot who wrote NRA-loving, National Rifle Association, NRA-loving, hate-filled screened on Facebook and is now accurately being eulogized eulogized as a kind and loving religious man and who died as the male equivalent of Pamela Geller. In other words, he got what was coming to him. That's what she's saying. Stasi even suggests the whole massacre was probably at least in part his fault. Of course, if, if it's the Christians involved in any way, shape, or form, they're the fault of the Muslim going in there killing everybody, obviously. They, she goes on to say they were two hate-filled, bigoted municipal employees interacting in one department. She's saying that about both of them to try to give herself a little bit of an out. She wrote, now 13 innocent people are dead in an unspeakable carnage. One man spent his free time writing frightening NRA-loving I mean, God forbid we have any kind of Second Amendment at all, according to this witch. Hate-filled screeds on Facebook about the other's religion. Oh, Islam got offended over something because he was telling them the truth. Stasi continues the comparisons, though she pointedly refuses to name either the killer in her column, only the victim. Why? Because they have probably Islamic names and she, she doesn't want to do that. Linda Stasi, the other man, the victim... Nicholas Thalassinos was a radical born-again Christian slash Messianic Jew. He was a Greek-American Gentile Christian believer who saw himself grafted into the house of Israel, much as the Apostle Paul explained in Acts 11. The killer, however, became half of an Islamic Bonnie and Clyde, while the other, while the other Christian guy died as the male equivalent of Pamela Geller. She wrote, referring to the World Net Daily columnist, author, and Jewish activist who is very much alive while facing death threats from Islamicists for her work against the effects of creeping Sharia and the Islamization of the U.S. But the victim is also inaccurately being eulogized sorry, as a kind um, and loving religious man, Stasi continued. Make no mistake, as disgusting and deservedly dead as the hate-filled fanatical Muslim killers were, Falcinos was also a hate-filled bigot. Death can't change that. But in the U.S., we don't die for speaking our minds. We're not supposed to anyway. Which, I mean, what a disgusting pig would say such a thing. I mean, to blame this guy for the whole... But they gotta have something. They've gotta just constantly blame Christians for all the woes and the evils of the world. They've just got to constantly do it. These demon-possessed vessels like this of Satan. Yet the the new the Daily News columnist saved most of her verbal venom for Thalassinos. Not not the not the gunman. For for the Christian, Thalassinos, she says, was an anti-government, anti-Islam, pro-NRA, rapidly anti-Planned Parenthood kind of guy. Oh, so you mean he stood for righteousness, is what you mean. 
Yeah, and you can't stand that because you're so demon-possessed to the toenails that anything righteous is repugnant to you, is disgusting to you because you wanted them to call evil good and good evil. That is what your whole, people like this, their whole um, way of thinking is about. If it's wicked and evil, that is something that's good and cherished and to be protected and preserved. But if it's righteous, that is something that is to be attacked and denigrated and vilified. This is what devils like this do on a daily basis in these columns. Um, she continued suggesting Thalassina should have been fired from his government job for displays of public bigotry. Municipal workers have been fired for spewing and posting racial and sexual slurs, so he should have been fired for this. Um, the New York Daily News, besides employing Stasi as a featured Nazi column, columnist, sorry, I put in the Nazi part, was the paper whose headline the day after the massacre caught the eye of many in response to the, to the news that Republican presidential candidates were praying for the victims of the attack. The tabloid blared, God isn't fixing this with a sub-headline as the latest batch of innocent Americans that are left lying in pools of blood, cowards who could truly end the gun scourge, continue to hide behind meaningless platitudes. Meaning if we just all give up our guns and turn them all in, all this would end. Truer words have never, ever been spoken. Because we, we all, us pro-lifers or pro-Second Amendment pro-constitutionalist people out there, if we would just all turn in our guns, we could end all this wickedness. It's all of our faults. Obviously it is. You know what would happen if that happened tomorrow? We just all turn in tomorrow. We would be wholesale mowed down and slaughtered on a scale that the world seldom seen. You know why? Because gun confiscation always precedes mass holocaust and genocide by their wicked dictatorial leaders like Hitler, like Stalin, like Mao Zedong, like Pol Pot. All of these devil dictators all confiscated the guns before they went in there and slaughtered their own populace. This is what they're trying to browbeat us into and put us into a corner so that we'll do it out of shame. Evidently, they think that people are that stupid. On the night before Thalassinus was killed, a man identified as Med al-Zaruk threatened his life with an anti-Semitic raid. And he said, "You will." and this guy was the one being threatened, the Christian guy. Um, he says, you will never succeed to make a country for the Jews because you are criminals and cowards. Soon you'll get your ASS kicked. You will die and never see Israel as a country. Believe me, never. But see, that's fine. That was fine to say to this guy and then kill him the next day. And I think his wife. Kill them both the next day. That's fine because he had it coming. He was a hate-filled bigot. And Islam is a religion of peace. End of story. And they prove it every time they commit a mass murder against innocent people. They prove it every time they rape little boys and they behead and kill Christians. And they rape Christians and rape little girls and rape goats and throw feces and urine on people because they're so peaceful and tolerant. How could I ever go against them? I mean, there, 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 there's, no, there's no argument against this. We're, I mean, obviously, they're beyond a religion of peace. Next report. What will happen in 2016? The signs are here, a dire warning for America. No, no nation lasts forever. Washington Free Beacon is telling us that 72 Department of Homeland Security employees are on the terrorist watch list. That's good. 72. Um... And then we look at J.P. Morgan's recent warning of a 76% probability of an upcoming recession. We see the writing on the wall, America's in very deep trouble, and it's all by design. Between worldwide war and global financial collapse on the horizon, we just take a look at this story. It's some of the unfolding signs that show us 2016 likely won't be just any ordinary year. As the Trends Research Institute's Gerald Salente tells us, the second video below with the USA watchdogs Greg Hunter, calamity is coming. 
with the only thing now standing in between the end of America and a tyrannical new world order being a, being a awakened and aware American people. Again, no no mention of God in this process at all, though, which to me is absolutely disgusting because God, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the only one that, that we could look to where we would have any hope about what's coming, period. It's not an awakened populace. It's an awakened populace with the Lord Jesus Christ being in the center of that. Anyway, um, we expect that 2016 will begin much as 2015 is a will begin much as 2015 is coming to an end with the ISIS threatening an apocalypse in the Western world while the false flags fly around the world and things are quickly becoming unraveled. Gerald Salenti tells us when all else fails, they take us to war. Look, go back to 1929 and the market crash. You had market crashes, Great Depression, currency wars, trade wars, world wars, voila, it's here again. The Panic of 08, the Great Recession, Currency World Wars, World War. When the market collapses, the war talk will heat up. On the international World War III front, we see that Iraq may ask Russia for direct intervention to deal with the Turkey problem. Um, Turkey has been sending their military parts into Iraq near Mosul, allegedly to help protect ISIS oil transport routes. Yeah through the country and back to Turkey, without the permission of the Iraqi government. We see that this could quickly get out of hand if Russia decides to bomb the Turkish military uh, while they're in Iraqi protecting ISIS's oil. From Zero Hedge we read, the point is Iran is not going to stand idly by and let America and Turkey put more boots on the ground in Iraq, which is why just hours after Ash Carter announced that the Pentagon is set to send in more U.S. spec ops troops um, Hezbollah threatened to hunt them down and kill them. Not coincidentally, the uh, Prime Minister Al-Abdabi rejected a larger U.S. troop president just moments later. Now, Abdabi has given Turkey 48 hours to get its troops out of Iraq or else. And then it goes on to say, or else what, you might ask. Well, or else Baghdad will appeal to the U.N. Security Council where Russia and China would likely be in support of the Iraqi cause. And these are just some potential scenarios here. Also, on the global World War III front, we see the Syrian government has called the recent U.S.-led coalition airstrike upon the Assad regime forces as an act of aggression. And with Russia recently promising the U.S. that any further acts of aggression around the world on their part might lead to World War III, fought upon American soil, we have to wonder how much longer it will be until America's acts of aggression around the world then lead to war. Gerald Salenti has been forecasting future trends for over 20 years now, and according to him, war and financial calamity are coming with a much bigger bust than in 2008. He's asked if we're now watching a precursor to the next crash in gold and silver demand spiked. I mean, I can't believe how low silver is. I'm, it's unbelievable. Spike to which Salente says, I totally believe so. It's definitely worse now. Look at the bubble they've created. Is If there is a terror strike, they will use this as an excuse to rob us, to try to mitigate the disaster they have caused. I believe they will declare a bank holiday and devalue the currency. That's been coming for a long time. And that's the way they're going to get us out of this. We also learned today from King World News, Egan von Greyerts, that the elite plan to send global markets into a full-blown panic in their latest attempt to dominate the world as the shared... And it's another, remember, maximum shock and all, hits you at every single level. Financially, politically, World War II, World War III, why? I mean, everything. Global jihad, the whole nine yards. With recent release documents outlining a great deal detailed the goal of the islamic state to dominate the entire world including plans for education and industry as shared in the mirror story there's a link to it we see a very real threat not only to the lives of americans and westerners across the world in 2016 but we also see a very clear enemy defined before us with the inability of our trader-in-chief to early to either clearly define and see the same enemy that seeks to dominate the world or his obvious support of that enemy as he seeks to disarm Americans while bringing possible terrorists into the country in mass, we see that 2016 could easily bring America and the world into a massive destructive phase. I'm totally out of time for this part, so I'll just end in a, a quick prayer here, so we can um, have enough. Uh, I don't overload my my uh, upload. Um, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and time you've given us, Lord. We thank you for. Letting us come together, Lord, to explore these, these things, Lord, as horrific as they may be. 
you are larger than all of these events that we've reported about. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I do pray, God, for your divine intervention regarding these matters, that, that the truth would come out, that, that blind eyes would be open, ears would be open, and people would, you'd give them hearts to receive, Lord God, the truth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we would repent collectively of the wickedness that we have um, perpetuated against you, that all of ISIS's, that all of these wicked plans by Obama and this administration and his handlers and the Illuminati and ISIS and whatever other factions of the world are, are, are planning for this massive destruction of, of human life, Lord God, I, I just pray to God that, that you would intervene according to your will, Lord, that you would protect your remnant, Lord God, protect the innocent, protect the, the orphans and the widows and the innocent, Lord God, and the children and the body of Christ, and, and those that are going to be saved, God, because you know the beginning from the end. I pray you protect them, Lord, that you have your hand upon them, that many would be saved as a result of what you would do regarding all of these matters. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.